0: Hey, what's up? This is the Manfuse Podcast. I am Kay Lee, audio producer, voice artist, your host. I'm sitting here with my co-host, real estate broker, former Don Juan, Ben H. So today on the Manfuse Podcast, I believe I was disrespected in a club by a reality TV star, well, if you want to call him a star, in the tightest white pants I've ever seen in my life. But I'll let you be the judge. WTF is going on in the United States. Is this just a series of accidents? We have a derailed train in Ohio with a chemical spill that might pollute the Ohio and Mississippi River, town evacuated, another train derailment in Michigan, and and we have a massive five-acre Florida fire burning plastic pots at a nursery plant warehouse. Accidents? Or are we under attack? Our listener Doug, aka Charlie Brown, is back to prove that there isn't a difference in the generations when it comes to the definition of friends with benefits. We talked about this in a previous episode. Well, he's put it to the test. Also, we're going to dive into this article that I found, which says we have more to fear from stupid people than evil ones. We're going to talk about the theory of stupidity. But first, so Ben friday night my wife and i went to the club to the Chloe club Which when was club? the last time you were in the club it's been a minute what's a minute years yeah years for me years so to give you a little bit of uh backstory the morning show the Burt show that i am an audio producer for was trying to help keep the single people out there in a positive mood Nice. And so they decided in the radio station, q nine seven, they were going to throw what they called the not-so-bitter ball. Because I'm sure you can think back to a time when you were single on Valentine's Day. Yep. Maybe you were a little bitter. Maybe you didn't have somebody. Maybe you didn't give a fuck. Maybe you saw it as an opportunity to go out and mow them down. Dude, as a guy, I could care less about Valentine's right, Day. Right. But whatever. Yeah. There are some people that are bitter. Women especially, I think. Especially women. Being single on Valentine's Day, not having that gift and the card and the chocolates and the dinner and the yada yada commercial fucking holiday, shove it down your throat. They get sad. They get sad. The Burt Show, which majority, well, I'm not going to say majority, at least half the staff is either married, you know, has a fiance, has a girlfriend, whatever. But we were going to throw this singles party at a club in Atlanta called Tongue and Groove. Shout out to Janie, who's the owner. Love her. Haven't seen her in years. That's awesome. And that is actually where you and me met your lovely wife. was true. Tongue and Groove. At Tongue and Groove. Right? Yes, sir. Magic can happen there. My wife, that day, we pick up her brand new car. Pick up a member of the Burt Show, one of the uh, co-hosts, one of her friends. We go out to dinner. Nice. Nice Italian restaurant before we hit the club. club. Which isn't going to start till even around 10 p.m. Right. And maybe this is the father and the married guy and me. I'm like, oh, my God, it starts at 10? Yeah. That's so late. <laughs> You're so old now. I'm so old. I'm That's so, old. so late. Don't they have a five-a-matinee version? Yeah. It was great. So while we're at dinner, I get word that one of the hosts of the morning shows, fiance's best friend, whose birthday it was that night, was going to show up, be in VIP with us, and she was bringing a member of a reality show, which I guess her friend was a part of for a very short time. I don't think she made it very far. And this was one of her co-hosts for this reality show that's on Netflix, which is called Love is Blind. Never seen the show. I've heard of the show. Yeah. Don't know any of the characters on the show. Didn't God. know that... Um, my buddy's fiancé's friend was ever even on it. We go to the club. And it's some big deal now. Well, no, it's not a big deal. It's I, not. No, I mean, i it's not a big deal to fucking me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. Right. Well, love is blind. Basically, the plot of yeah. this reality show is, is that you will meet the love of your life.
1: Interesting.
0: Without ever seeing them. Doubted. So all the communication is done through a wall. There's one person on that side of the wall. There's one person on this side of the wall. That's wild. You don't see them until you choose them over a course of time that that's the one you're going to walk down the aisle with.
1: And you get to meet them at the
0: altar. At the altar? You don't even see them before. So everything that your heart... That is aggressive. Your mind and your body is telling you... Yeah. ...is not based on looks. It's about what's inside, my friend. Right. Whatever. I mean, fucking... Where are they now? Anyway, so we get to the club. We're a little early. The reality show crew hasn't even showed up yet. When they get there, the club is starting to pack out a little bit. They come up in VIP. And I'm not hating on anybody. Not trying to. I don't care. But the dude was kind of douchey. He was wearing the tightest white pants I've ever seen a white man wear.
1: <laughs> That's so funny, dude. <laughs> white pants. He was
0: wearing white. white pants in the winter. He stuffed himself into faux these white pas, pants. He was trying to show his leg. Isn't light. it funny how dudes are wearing like tight pants now?
1: Like girl pants? Well, I mean,
0: even me, like I used to be a big baggy pants skateboarding wearing motherfucker. Me too. Remember Ginkos? Of course. But I wear much tighter pants than
1: I used to. Oh, I do too, dude. I mean, I wear skinny fit pants and I'm These. not a skinny man. I wear like the slim cut. Right, right, right. Because you know, I think it looks nice. It's tapered. Right. I wear my sport coat well,
0: with it. If 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 what I'm wearing would for me would consider a slim fit. I agree. That's a slim fit. Okay. Yeah. These were catch me fuck me's he was wearing. Catch These me, me. were spandex tight. Like that's how tight they were. Okay. And I've they seen were seen that
1: spanks or spandex looking fucking pants.
0: But they're made with like to look like a regular like, shirt. But they're made to look like a jean or something. I've it's thought, like a I, pajama jean. I've seen ones that look like yoga pants. Seeing dude's rocking like fucking yoga pants. Lululemon? Yeah. We have bottle service, and we're having a great fucking time. We have camera crews there from the radio station. They're taking photos. They're taking videos. My wife and uh Ingrid, makeup artist who's very talented. Right. I believe she used to work with your wife as well. Yeah. So my wife takes a picture with Ingrid and the reality douchebag and yada, yada, yada. So and, you're uh,
1: not liking this guy?
0: No, I don't care about him. Yeah.
1: Douchebag. Why? Because of his pants.
0: Correct. I have no he other. he has white spandex. Not because he was on a reality TV show yeah. for a week or two or whatever. Right. I don't give a fuck. He's looking like Robin Hood. He. Yes. <laughs> yes. The, I have, and I still, to this day, don't have any problem with him. I hate to say that I judge people. I was judging his douchery yeah. by his white pants. By the second. By the white pants <laughs> yeah, by itself. By the moment. That was before I got disrespected. Oh friend's fiance they take a picture cool i'm like whatever and i kept yelling the whole night is that the guy from road rules (laughs) i don't know i don't know to me the funniest thing was not getting the show he was on correctly a person like that that wears those pants feeds off of being known recognized recognized oh you're that guy from that show right anyway a star is that the one i gave you then my friend's fiance comes over yes. and hands me her phone and asks if I would take a picture of them. So she them. wants
1: you to take a picture now of them all?
0: Yes, her, Ingrid, my wife. You were not invited into the picture. No, but you it's girls. You were
1: chosen as the photographer.
0: That is fine. My ego not hurt at all.
1: You didn't want to be in the picture.
0: No, fuck no.
1: You're happy to take a picture for all the girls. Correct. No problem.
0: I warn her. Are you sure you want me to take this picture? I'm
1: not the best photographer. No,
0: my wife thinks I am a horrible picture taker. Every time I take one, she goes, oh, you suck. Now, she hands me her phone, and in the other hand, she hands me this little black box. Mm. And she goes, it's a light. Dang. So now I've got the phone in my left hand, and this little selfie light, this little black box. That is just a light. So you got to shine the light on them and at the same time take a picture,
1: double fisting at
0: I point. am the lighting guy Yeah, and I am the photographer.
1: So you're, you're in like a stance.
0: And I'm looking at both my hands. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to coordinate this. So
1: you're shining the light and you're holding the phone, which you're going to take a picture so that it, they can be illuminated.
0: Correct. Yeah. So I'm holding the light high, yeah. but I'm taking the picture eye level. And I'm thinking, what is this going to do? Because there are laser lights being shine down on us we're in a club right music's bumping right lights are going with the music maybe this is something that's happening right now out there in the world
1: that we're not aware of
0: because uh, we're like old guys right now. i'm not i don't really care about the perfect lighting of my selfies i'm or, just saying
1: back in the day when we were in the club there wasn't no fucking lights photographer had a light on top of his camera you're but not people
0: tr- weren't walking around with a with portable light well yeah. with a portable <laughs> right. selfie light right to yeah. illuminate Now, by the time I'm looking at my hands and what's in it, now all of a sudden, all these members of the show start getting in the picture too. So it turns from three girls to eight people (laughs) and I'm taking a photo (laughs) of everyone And I'm not in it.
1: Were you at this point in time feeling a little left out of the picture? You were like, okay, when it was just the girls, that's one thing. But now this is going to be front and center at the entry of the office. I don't know. Because everybody's here, and I'm going to be the photographer.
0: (laughs) And I'm not invited. Kaylee, why weren't you in that (laughs) photo? Yeah, maybe I was a little like, okay, well, we have photographers for this I mean, sort of thing. I mean, at that point, I would have been like, wait a minute, why am I taking this fucking picture? Right, yeah. I mean, I
1: was on board with the wife picture. I would take that picture, but... but I, not this one. Now everyone's <laughs> yeah. surrounding this douchebag. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is a different picture. Now you're responsible also
0: to all of these people. I don't care about that at this point. I say fuck but everybody. I mean, but I know, but I'm just saying now it's more pressure. I'm a little irritated. Yes, and I you're just you're feeling the pressure. Yeah, so no, I don't. I'm not. I'm not worried about the pressure, but all eyes are on me. What am I going to scream? Three, two, J. Did you not? You didn't do that? No, I just said I don't know. I just mumbled. it. I said, eh, "There you go." And I handed. Sorry, and I handed. How many the shots back. did you do? One. One. <laughs> I gave him one. There's. One.
1: You were so upset about that picture. <laughs> Uh, There's no hiding
0: it. You were <laughs> at this point you were infuriated. <laughs> yeah. Like they're going to be like you couldn't have just tapped it like five right. times real yeah, quick. Yeah. I gave him one. one. <laughs> it was one right. one snap. And here is where the violation came. This, I feel violated already. Right. Well, if you thought the disrespect had already happened, Ben, yeah. you are wrong. Yeah,
1: it was just a, getting ready to occur.
0: So I hand my friend's fiance yeah. her phone back. And the light. Well, I hadn't handed her the light back okay, yet. Okay, got it. I handed her the phone, and I believe she probably would do what anyone else would do. Would, instinct would go to look at the picture. Look at the picture. You were probably preparing to hand her the light. I picked up my drink. Yeah. I think I switched the light into my left hand. Right. I grabbed my drink with my right one. Yeah. And I started looking in the opposite direction, and all of a sudden, I felt the light being ripped oh. out of my hand ripped like snatched yeah quickly she just grabbed almost it. aggressive oh no it wasn't her that snatched it oh it was mr tidy whitey come on
1: it was his light
0: it was his light wow which
1: so he goes to the club with his own light
0: with his own for light. his own
1: photos
0: Correct. Wow. And then saw another man was in possession of his light and it not being used on him. Yeah. And he didn't come up and go, hey, bro, can I get my light back? These kind of people piss me off, dude. Dude. So he ripped it out of my hands. But the time I looked up, I just felt this is like... like, like <laughs> was there hand-on-hand uh, contact? Yes. His fingers <laughs> was- like like stroked mine really? in in retrieval of the light yeah. and i'm looking the other direction and so i turn as i feel this abrupt like <laughs> did you <have> sweaty hands <laughs> i wish i wish this was on video because yeah. my hand is your it, hands my, moving yeah it's going yeah. up and down Right, it, it's still in like an aftershock of yeah. the of the of the, the the rip but the time i turned to be like what it the jerk fuck jerk you like <laughs> your drink spilled <laughs>
1: Like you're taking a sip of your drink. <laughs> I like spilled it. spill it all over your white shirt.
0: <laughs> yeah, I spilled it all over myself. That's how abrupt it <laughs> was. That's how abrupt it was. And when I turned, he was oh. already like walking back. Wow. So if that doesn't say douchebag. So he just snagged the light,
1: turned the other way and walked around. These kind of people drive me nuts. If you're a person, be polite
0: to other people. Especially if I was just lighting your photo.
1: I just say in general.
0: With your own light.
1: That would have been a particular time to say, hey, man, thanks for
0: the photo. That's actually my light. uh, Do you mind if I get that? At this point, I probably in my mind would have giggled to myself at least, maybe not to his face. But here's the thing. And you could have asked him about his pants. I would have asked him where he stored that light. Because it wouldn't fit. In any he probably of put his, it in his crotch. No, you wouldn't see. You would see the shape of a little black box. Yeah. It wasn't fitting in a pocket. Right. So where are you putting this little black line? Where is this little black box going? Where was it before it was handed right. to me? Right. That's what I want to know. He's a fucking douche.
1: Well, anyway. I mean, look, at the end of the day, just be polite to people, you know, especially if, like, you're one of these people, like, you are an actor or, like, you know, you know, you're trying to be famous or you are famous or something like that or or you're trying to become wealthy or maybe you are wealthy, you know? Show some humility, man. Well, you're
0: not better than anybody.
1: Well, it's just show some fucking humility. Don't be a dick. And you know what ultimately happens to folks like that? The shit will bite you in the ass because you think you're better than everybody else. Because- so that entitles you to be a dick. And none of these little peasants could say anything about it. Oh,
0: the little people. (laughs) Give me my light, little man. (laughs) Enough with that light, little man. Send it back to its owner.
1: Yeah, I mean, although subtle, it was definitely a disrespect.
0: Oh, I don't know that it was subtle when my drink was shaking and and the liquid was flowing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Ice went down my shirt.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I felt like my shirt was uh, sticking to my uh, belly button.
0: I felt like, you know, when you're driving in the car and you got to take a sip and you hit a bump. And yeah. <laughs> I, I felt jolted. You were jarred. <laughs> I was jarred. Yeah, yeah. So that was my, um, my first time in a club. Well, whatever. Guy's got white pants. He's got a light. Oh, they were tight.
1: Tight white pants on. He's walking around with his own fucking <laughs> Selfie <laughs> I mean, This life. guy's got
0: fucking problems.
1: <laughs> 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 this guy's got way bigger problems.
0: Uh, he's got a lot of issues. <laughs> What is going on in the world? The truth is, I have no fucking idea. I have an idea. Are we nearing the end of the doomsday clock? Are we nearing midnight? I don't know, man. Which is end of days?
1: I think that we are dealing with diversion that are happening. I mean, if you think about the result of these things, it is polluting the water supply. It is damaging the food supply. It is pushing people out of their homes. It is a complete catastrophe. And although I'm not saying that it is intentional, I find it interesting that regarding the thing that happened in Ohio.
0: The train derailment.
1: The train derailment with the vinyl chloride.
0: And I have a list of other chemicals that could be even worse with additives. So, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But
1: Imagine if someone dropped a bomb of exact proportions like a foreign adversary like russia flew a jet over here and dropped a bomb in ohio that was the equivalent of what we're seeing right now a chemical bomb you know what i'm saying no i know your sweater's nice
0: yeah thank you ben h's eye and my man fused gear that i'm
1: wearing right now. all i'm saying is that would be an act of war absolutely and
0: somehow and a quick swift response i'm sure because our government, don't you dare come over here and lay a finger on our people, but we'll fuck up our people all day long. If
1: what's happening is what it seems to be, there's not much we can do about it. In my opinion, we're under attack. I'm just going to say it. Ben H. at Manfuse, I think we're under attack. I think we're under assault. And I think it's under siege in a way, not by some foreign adversary, or maybe so, but everything is covert. Everything is being hidden. I look at what happened. Okay, I can deal with the fact that there was a train derailment. I can deal with that.
0: Correct. I can't deal with that if it's because of lack of infrastructure. Sure. If it was an accident. I'm not saying it's acceptable. No. I'm saying
1: that I understand these things happen. Car wreck, plane crash, train derailment. It happens. Right. I don't like it. I think it's garbage. Well, I,
0: I think the railroad system, Norfolk, the railroad needs to be held accountable because of their lack of updated infrastructure which now we have another train derailment reported in Michigan with hazardous chemicals but as of the moment that we're recording this I haven't even looked into that one yet.
1: It's insane and so what I do have an issue with is how they very quickly made the decision to blow this shit up. Now that's the part that creates this massive problem, okay? Now, I'm not saying that it wasn't the best option.
0: I'm just saying that it was done before anyone even knew that there were any other options. So from what I read and what I was investigating, because I am a sleuth, I'm a private dick, and I'm Go-Go Gadget, (laughs) (laughs) Inspector Gadget, you know. I'm the pink fucking panther. Yeah, you're an
1: investigative.
0: Yeah, but which means I just Googled it. But they were monitoring the temperatures of the inside of some of these tanks, and at least this is what was being reported, that some of them were reaching temperatures that seemed very high risk for exploding on their own, in theory, would be worse.
1: I don't know if it'd be worse or not, I'm just saying that, okay, let's try to put it out. Let's drop a fucking plane full of man ball powder on it.
0: P. we need on this now, we need the recipe. To not only put the fire out on our nuts, but put the fire out on a train derail. Yeah, I
1: mean, water won't work. Well, what about sand? Or what about that stuff they use in California? Man-fused ballpark or whatever. Let's try to put it out, number one. Number two, if it blows up on its own, let's be trying to put it out before that happens. Number Wha- three, if you blow it all up right now, you're exploding The largest fucking chemical bomb. I mean, this stuff has been used in warfare. In World War II, it was used as a chemical weapon.
0: Are you talking about vinyl chloride? Yes. But that's what they use to make PVC. It's an ingredient they use currently for PVC piping and things of that nature.
1: And see, this is where the rub is with me. I don't give a fuck. I only look at the result. What you're saying is the vanilla, your chocolate coating. That's the chocolate. To me, all I see is that ass is the chocolate coating. I'm not saying you're doing it. I'm saying that's the story that's being told. People just pick it up and they believe it and they're like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I mean, vinyl chlorides used to make PVC pipes. That's cool. And, oh, okay, yeah, they had to blow the stuff up because, you know, they wrote that if they wouldn't have, it would have been more dangerous. So that makes uh, sense. uh, Yeah, and the people that live around there are... In dire danger.
0: Well, I don't take much for granted from the media, but I do value one individual's not only perspective, but opinion. And she has a track record for fighting for not only justice. Yes. But for justice. Yeah. <laughs> and that for people. Yeah, and she's that, an advocate
1: of the people. And
0: that would be Aaron Brockovich. Boom. B- besides the movie, the person is... This woman does not go and take what the establishment is feeding. She questions, she s- puts the spotlight on him, and she holds him to the fucking fire. And that's exactly what needs to happen. So listen, I got this clip. It's super good. We're going to play it in a second. When I find my shit, when I find my shit, when Kaylee gets his shit together, Kaylee gets his shit together. Oh my God. There it is. All right. Are you ready for this, for this Ben? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, so now the plume itself is traveling. Of course it is. The, wind. the plume is traveling.
0: It was like this, like traveling. <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: what's funny about that? I listened, obviously, to our previous podcast as was- we referenced Gilbert and the penis balloon.
0: You mean the penis pinata? pinata.
1: We missed something.
0: <gasps> no.
1: The tic tac that they shot out of the sky? That's the shape of a penis, bro.
0: Oh. Really?
1: Yes. It is a phallic shape and it's flying through the air at speeds our technology has not even imagined touching. We shot one out of the air. We do have cock
0: and balls. We are under siege. That might go along, was it aimed towards Russia? It
1: was flying over, uh, Alaska.
0: Did you hear about the Russian fighter jets that tried to come over the Alaskan airspace? We fucking made their asses turn around Oh, quick. bro, They're yeah. are testing the waters.
1: All I got to say to them is fucking bring it. I know. You're
0: amped up. You're you're ready to go. (laughs) Ben's ready for war. All right, hold on. Here we go. I mean, I don't
1: want war, but bro, I dare the motherfuckers to come over here. They don't know what the fuck. Let's do
2: this. Here's what we know now. On February 3rd, that freight train with 150 cars derailed in the town of East Palestine, Ohio. At least 20 of the cars were carrying hazardous materials, that could cause cancer and other illnesses. Some of the cars caught fire. Authorities detonated at least one of them to prevent an even bigger explosion. The problem is they could not stop that massive plume of dangerous black smoke that made the air obviously dangerous to breathe and reportedly yeah, killed about scores that. of animals. The toxic animals, stew seeped into everything. surrounding lakes and rivers, potentially contaminating the drinking water. But today on Fox, the state's Republican Governor Mike DeWine says... The water is safe.
3: Listen, this He's an jerk. I just handed a couple minutes ago the results of the testing of the village's water supply. There's five separate wells. Yeah, you fucking. And cocksucker. we now have the results back from all the wells. All the wells indicate the testing is negative. It's clear uh, that water certainly can can be uh, consumed by by residents.
1: This guy sounds like a
3: Apparently Democrat. Not
2: fish. The governor is, also claims the air is just fine.
3: This is our governor, or their governor. We brought the scientists in. Uh, we brought oh, the people science, in. There to it is. Contest the air. Oh, uh, scientists this, are the air has been good. You know, continue to monitor uh, that air, and um, you know, we waited until that air was again clear. Uh, before we announced that people could go back, you know, uh, voluntarily, whatever they wanted to do, but they could go back into their own homes.
2: Unfortunately, his constituents don't believe him much.
4: Um, I do not feel anywhere in this town is safe. We're not safe.
0: No. Tell us the truth. Yeah. yeah
2: That's all. Oh,
4: absolutely. I will not live in this town. I will be moving
1: wonder what the real estate values are now. (laughs) All right,
2: so what's the truth? Is it safe or not to eat, drink, breathe, and live there? Joining me now, legendary environmental activist, consumer advocate, and author of the Brockovich Report newsletter, the woman for whom the movie Erin Brockovich is named. It's Erin Brockovich. Welcome to the show, dear. Hi.
4: Hey, thank you for having me.
2: So if people's eyes and ears and noses tell them that their environment is not safe. Real important And something here. is still very wrong, yet government agencies are telling them that the air and water results are completely clear and safe for them to return. Who should they believe?
4: They need to believe their own instincts. They need to believe what it is they're smelling, what it is they're seeing, what it is they're feeling, what it is they're experiencing, what it is with them having to bury their dead animals and concerns for their children who are having coughs and rashes and vomiting and nausea and dizziness and headaches and everything else. I can't believe, you know, right before I came on that DeWine went Wasn't it just yesterday they were told not to drink the water? Yes. Now today they're told you can drink the water. This is just turning into one nightmare, if you ask me. Wear the mask. Because testing can take time. Don't wear the mask. You just don't flip from the air is bad, the air is safe. Oh, we're going to evacuate. Oh, by the way, we're going to bring you back. But the water's polluted. Now it's not. None of this is making any sense. And you wonder why? The community is angry, frustrated, and fearful because there's no consistent data, there's no confirmed data, Mm. and it's a guessing game. That's a tragedy to do to a community. Look, what we do know is vinyl chloride. We had a train derail. We've had huge off-gassing. They've done a control burn. We know, we know it's confirmed that butyl butylacylate, which is a chemical is kind of tricky because you got to look at the MSDS sheet there on what the additive to that chemical is, Mm -hmm. which is benzene. We know for a fact that that has now been detected offsite in the creeks heading for the Ohio River. So it's every single day what a mismanaged disaster and lack of total communication and so that community is going to have to rely on themselves what they know what they feel and what their instincts are because mm-hmm. at this point i don't think anyone's trusting the information that's coming they out. don't
2: and and this is after covid there's still a great deal of distrust for the government after people feel that they were very misled about they were they don't so many feel of the it. elements with covid but they you know, know here it. you've got something you've got some very toxic chemicals that you've just laid out Are some of these things more dangerous and cumulative
4: as time goes on and what could they be looking at? The benzene component absolutely could be, and we've, I would like to ask a question to the EPA, are you even testing for that? Because it's an additive and if you miss it, we have a bigger problem because benzene's not gonna evaporate or dissipate into the water. You'd have a huge contamination of the Ohio River down in the Mississippi affecting tens of millions of people. And if the community, in fact, and some of their symptoms are telltale signs of a benzene exposure, you would need to be doing immediate blood testing. So in the absence of so much information, I don't know how any agency could deem this all clear and safe for these people. Whose fault is this, Aaron? Well, we could start with Norfolk um, and why I'd like to know this train derailed. We're going to have to take a look How? at infrastructure issues and all kinds of problems in that front. How did it derail? Why did it derail? Why is it the governor is saying he didn't know it was carrying hazardous materials? I don't believe any of that. So it happened because a train derailed. And I think it derailed because we got a lot of safety issues yep. and we've got a A lot of infrastructure issues, and we're going to obviously have to have that conversation.
2: All right. Well, we're going to have Aaron Brockovich, part two, back in the habit uh, after this story, because I have a feeling that uh, you're going to start cracking skulls and taking names. So call Julia Roberts. She's going to win another (laughs) Oscar. Aaron, thank you very much.
1: And then the other option is planned. Someone paid someone to do it. Someone is looking to disrupt. Someone is looking to attack our way of life. What's the difference if it's an accident or it's not an accident? It's very small.
0: I mean, well, I would think if it's not an accident and it was a foreign entity that caused this, well... What if it was internal? I mean, look at 9-11. Well, absolutely. I mean, dude, all all the
1: most tragic shit.
0: But but there again, will we ever really know? Because the establishment controls the media. Most of them anyway.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: I mean, even Aaron Brockovich could gather all the information and if they wanted to bury aaron brockovich they sure as fuck could
1: we're out here running around trying to live our lives take care of our families provide for our families earn a living and do the best that we can there's evil exists out there and we are told a story we're told a narrative that it's not true i don't believe any of this shit. i really don't
0: now Could it have been an actual accident? Absolutely. Accidents happen all over the world every day. But... The way they're handling it and the way that the information, I don't believe a fucking- That's what
1: I mean. A train derailed and it's got chemicals in it. Oops, we blew it up. It's leaking into the- What do you mean? It blew up? No, no, we actually, we blew it up. We put bombs
0: on it and blew it up. Right. Now it's leaking- Why did
1: you do that? Well, because that was the safest way, we thought. (laughs) What? Like, what are you talking about? I feel like I'm talking to a fucking six-year-old.
0: Now it's leaking into the Ohio River, down to the Mississippi River, and I mean, who knows what this is? And and it's not even that. They're like, oh, it's safe to drink. Meanwhile, the fish are dead. Animals are dying. I just saw a picture of a dead dog. And pretty
1: soon it's going to be people. And look at how many people died as a result of COVID in hospitals. And look at now how many people are dying as a result of cardiac complications, potentially due to round one or round two or round three or four or five.
0: One prick, two prick, three prick, four. Or
1: whatever the hell. It's a playbook. It's being ran on us
0: whether it's an accident or not that the thing happened, it sure as shit. Most of the media sources are still not talking about it that much. Right. Which and is why the balloons yeah. over the last week have been a great distraction.
1: Today, you've got a fire at a plastic facility, which is what this shit it in Florida five acres
0: burning chemicals
1: into the air right now then you've also got the michigan crash
0: oh it just so happens to have chemicals on that derailment
1: now they've turned that car up and they don't think it's leaking or whatever but i'm just saying that's it's quite a coincidence isn't it that within a week we would have
0: two hazardous chemical train derailments
1: and one plastic facility fire in Kissimmee, Florida. All the same time.
0: I mean, when was the last two train derailments a week apart with hazardous chemicals? I'd like to see the data on that. Show yeah. Me that.
1: Well, and not only that, they should be put that shit out, number one. Number two, encapsulated the area. Oh, uh, We're just going to let it run down the fucking riverway here. And let's blow it up. Get into the atmosphere. I mean, it, it's just tragic, bro. It's just, it, it's tragic. And it's frustrating. I'll be honest with you. I say all of that to say this. I don't think there's a fucking thing that we can do about it. I don't think anything we personally do is going to stop whatever it is that's coming, dude. And I think that everybody could agree based on the last couple years and since the beginning of COVID. That was an attack, in my opinion, and we've been under attack since then. And I don't think it's going to get better. I think it's going to get worse. I think they're after our food supply. I think they're after our money. I think they're after our fucking property, sovereignty, individual, and national. They're after the whole thing. The only thing we can do is prepare. That's all we can fucking do. Have fucking food, have ammo, have a fucking plan, have clean water stocked away. Like, it's that time. I hate to say it, but... You're prepping. Yeah, I'm prepping. I mean, look, let me tell you something. Down where I'm from in Tallahassee, Florida... (laughs) <laughs> we got uh, swamp lands down there. We got uh, a lot of wild shit going on down there. You don't want to fuck around down there. You know what I'm saying? I've been considering packing up my family and going home, dude, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah, I have. Why? This shit freaks me the fuck out, bro. And I'm not trying to be on the fucking grid. Lockdown. I don't know, man. I just... Well,
0: it hasn't hit. I mean, like, yes, it's everything's close to home. It's never that far away, but it's not like they could fuck with you in Tallahassee just like they could fuck with you in Atlanta.
1: We're self-sustained out in the woods. I'm telling you, we got deep out in the marshlands. We got islands with houses on them and fucking everything else. I think about the future of this country, man. I think about how these kids are growing up, and I think about just the type of population that we are creating. And everything's so fucking soft nowadays, dude. And everything's so fucking, everybody, this whole COVID thing like got everybody into this mode of like obeying. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. Now everybody's just kind of got like blinders on. They're just oh, like, yeah, I don't. Oh, I just want to go throughout my day. You know what I mean? And go throughout well, no. my life.
0: <laughs> I think that's exactly why this platform, this podcast, this outlet is yeah. so important. Absolutely. We need to be able to with a common-sense perspective and a street-smart perspective, be able to relay what we think and combat the fucking establishment's narrative. Now, yeah. whether one million people hear it, whether 500 people hear it, whether it spreads to be some global thing where tens of 20 millions of people hear it.
1: Oh, our podcast?
0: Uh, yeah, I- this I think platform. it already is.
1: At the end of the day, If I'm lying,
0: strike me now. Because I ain't lying. I'm being straight up. You're being straight up with your opinion and perspective from what you see. I could be wrong. Of course. As a
1: matter of fact, most of the time, I fucking hope I am. Absolutely. I hope I am. Or something happens, I'm like, oh, thank God I was wrong.
0: Totally. (laughs) And I think we do do a good job of when we are shining these different perspectives and if our perception of what's real or fake is different than someone else's, we normally back it up and close it out with, but we don't know. We don't have absolute concrete facts. Right. Because obviously what we see as facts, someone else could be like, oh, no, it's fake news. When that's exactly what the establishment's gonna do. What a better way to attack
1: a population, a country, a nation, then through an accident or a natural disaster. Have you heard of the things, the opinions that are being widely discussed surrounding the earthquake in Turkey and Syria, the events that led up to that earthquake and how there's a system called HARP, which stands for High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program.
0: I've heard a little bit, but you are much more knowledgeable on the subject. I feel like you have studied it more. I
1: have studied it in great detail. Well, so
0: please tell the audience and educate me as well.
1: Well, the High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program, it was initiated as an ionospheric research program jointly funded by the U.S. Air Force Navy and the University of Alaska, but it's also a defense system. The HARP defense system can send wattage of electricity, basically, to anywhere. So to any power plant? right. For example, think of it like this. Think of the layers of the earth as guitar strings, okay or piano strings, right? So the way that they search for oil and natural gas is they send about a 30 watt. Electromagnetic signal into the ground, 30 watts. Okay.
0: It's not that much.
1: And what happens is that current travels down through the ground. And when they hit like crude oil, they get a certain tone back. It vibrates and they get a tone back. And so then they know that's where the oil is.
0: It's pretty fucking smart.
1: They get another tone for natural gas. And so it's a non invasive way of searching for crude oil and natural gas that is incredibly accurate.
0: Because you're going to get the same tone if you hit that certain thing. Right. So you can think of
1: that as like 30 watts kind of strums the string. Okay. Whereas harp uses about a billion watts. So theoretically, actually, what you could do With harp, if you were so inclined, but it's not for that purpose. Of course not. Although it is funded by the Navy, the Air Force, the Department of Defense, and it is considered a weapon globally. Nonetheless, you put a billion watts anywhere you want, and it's going to strum those fucking strings like a heavy metal. And even to the extent that it could cause a massive, massive earthquake. Now, the events that led up to this Earthquake in Turkey is what has everyone questioning whether or not this was something that was intentionally done.
0: So we're not the only country that possesses the ability like HARP, I assume. No,
1: we are the owners of HARP.
0: So you're saying like Russia couldn't even do what we're
1: there's no way. No Russia couldn't do it. Absolutely no one can do it. It's HARP is ours. HARP is the US.
0: Yeah, but I mean, the scientists on the Russian end or the Chinese end can't take the same technology they and don't apply have it.
1: it? No, they don't have it. So basically, Turkey was being invited to join NATO and they declined to do so because they don't want to have to, they basically, Erdogan, who's the president of Turkey, came out and and said to the American ambassador, keep your dirty hands off of Turkey.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, but I like Turkey.
1: <laughs> after that occurred, the US released a terrorist threat warning in Turkey, potential for attacks of churches
0: and schools and public markets. So okay. they were issuing a, that they had received a threat warning Intelligence. Intelligence. They have
1: intelligence.
0: That is going to put Turkey on high alert. We're putting Turkey on high alert. There's a high chance of a terrorist attack
1: occurring in Turkey today, right? Then they did one the next day. We did. Another one. But it was a different one. And then there was a third one a day later. So three days in a row. So Erdogan said, eat a dick. I'm not joining NATO. Terrorist attack alert. Earthquake. From the United States. Oh, what happened after that? All of the NATO allied embassies were evacuated, and all everybody was sent home to their country from Turkey. And then the next day, there was a fucking earthquake, bro.
0: Now, Turkey didn't order everybody to go home, the no. different countries took their people back.
1: Because of the threat level of a terrorist attack. Whereas, after everyone was evacuated, conveniently, There was a 7.9 earthquake, and prior to the earthquake, there was this weird vagina-looking cloud in the sky.
0: I saw that. This
1: weird pink vagina-looking cloud in the sky. It was beautiful. Gorgeous, but also kind of weird. It is weird. And then, just prior to the earthquake, were strange flashes of blue light coming from different directions, and then the earthquake occurred.
0: Any of these lights on video
1: oh yeah absolutely
0: i mean i know i saw pictures of the pink vagina in the sky the
1: pink vagina occurred it was wild (laughs) and then the flashes occurred and
0: i mean the destruction in turkey is like something i don't think anyone's ever seen
1: exactly so now imagine so once again hey earthquakes happen
0: when was the last earthquake in turkey that's That's a a great
1: question i'm not sure natural disasters occur But we know that we have this ability. We know we have the ability to create rain clouds and shit, bro. They have the ability to do that. I want to
0: know how they send a billion watts.
1: Just dig into Harp. I'm telling you, it'll blow your fucking mind. It'll blow your mind.
0: And they have the capability to shoot that power even to China? Yeah, I think so. I mean, how could anyone fuck with us if they did that? They can't.
1: They can't. They're not going to. All that fucking talk is cheap, but one way that they could, because you're not getting your fucking jets over here, you're not getting your tanks over here, and you're sure as shit not putting anybody on the ground. Because you're going to get fucking destroyed. I don't give a fuck who you
0: are. You think Ukraine's bad, Russia? You wait. These motherfuckers don't want
1: shit with us. I mean, we have hunters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's a yeah, fucking hunter. Yeah, we
1: got motherfuckers that are hanging out up in trees and shit. Right. I mean, come on. So anyway, but you could, that's what I'm saying. It's covert. These are covert ops. If you want to attack America, you've got to do it covertly. You've got to blow a fucking train off the rail that's got chemicals in it. Now, it really gets scary when you start talking about the World Economic Forum, and you look at what has been written and what has been said about the coming years prior to 2030. They're calling it the Great Reset is gonna occur in 2030. And leading up to that point is going to be the destabilization of society as we know it. Banking, food supply, water supply, you know, vaccination. I mean, complete destabilization. This is the World Economic Forum is saying. And that is going to prove to everyone that the right choice is to have one global governing body so that we don't have all this ruckus (laughs) anymore. So there's that aspect of it. So So it's World Economic Forum, One World Government aspect of it. So
0: it's kind of like trying to be a NATO because NATO is trying to pull all these forces together. You fuck with this country. You fuck with all of us. Yeah. Kind of like the World Economic Forum is trying to put everybody under this one umbrella. Exactly.
1: And, you know, NATO obviously is an alliance for protection. Like, hey, if you fuck with them, you're fucking with all of us. Because you know, some
0: countries don't have the power and the military to defend themselves against the bigger powers.
1: And NATO will legally fight on your behalf in situations where your country can't. Of course. NATO can come in and get your ass out of hot water, and because they'll you know also I mean?
0: pull from France and they'll pull That's from right. the U.S.
1: Exactly. and so.
0: How much firepower can we get here from all these resources?
1: That's right. But what the World Economic Forum is insinuating is
0: that there is
1: going to be an increasing destabilization of society and that separate governments, separate nations aren't capable of dealing with it. And so we've got to tie everybody together under one rule, one law, one thing. I mean, it's like 300. It's like Xerxes army. Either you fucking give us your shit You'll still be king of Sparta, but you're going to bend the knee. I own Sparta. Yeah, you're king of the shit that I own. You know what I'm saying? Or I'll bring the army in here and we'll just fucking destroy y'all motherfuckers. And Leonidas like, eat a dick, get some. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm paranoid about these, like the train situation and these plants burning and the coincidence of all these things. Because we know who the politicians are that are described as, by the World Economic Forum, politicians. And Joe Biden's fucking one of them. OK, absolutely. And the Democratic Party capitulates with the World Economic Forum and everything they're trying to do. And if you're for the Democratic Party, it's probably because you think you're a kind person. Maybe you're a radical left liberal. I don't know what the fuck. Maybe you want communism. And you know what? You have the right to want that. But I've got the right to fucking want what I want, too. And I want freedom. I want sovereignty. I want freaking individuality. Yeah, Of course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want capitalism, I want free markets,
0: I want legal prostitution.
1: Yeah, dude, I want yeah, I want the separation of church and state. So anyway, without this shit freaks me out because it looks to me
0: like it's another notch In the plan, it's another pawn, it's another chess piece move to get to that checkmate. It's like,
1: oh look, we got one train derailment, that occurred, let's try to get the fucking head guy from wherever to call Oh, and by the
0: way, look up in the sky, it's a balloon, No, my attention's going over there. Oh,
1: and listen, shout out to Daniel Bland, I've been looking at pictures of that balloon, do you know what it was carrying? They kept saying it was a payload.
0: A big China one? Yeah. You know that thing was over 200 feet tall?
1: Do you know what it was carrying? No. A fucking satellite. It had a satellite on it. That's what it was carrying. Now, Daniel Bland told us that satellites actually are in the sky, but they are attached to high-altitude balloons. They don't orbit the Earth like we're told. I'm not saying that that's what I believe. I'm just saying shout-out to Daniel Bland because that fucking Chinese balloon had a satellite
0: under it so which could lead some to believe and understand that the reason why we don't see these high altitude balloons is because they are so far up there we wouldn't be able to see it with our eye but maybe this one was a lemon and it dropped lower than the usual ones do
1: so let's say it was from china Let's freak everybody out a little bit and let's shoot it the fuck down with a missile.
0: But not shoot it down immediately because it's not an immediate threat, apparently. We're going to wait and let it travel for six or seven days. Before we strike it down.
1: And then all of a sudden we shoot that down, and then subsequently now we're shooting down three UFOs or some fucking bullshit, dude? I'm just saying, how do these things all are happening in fucking threes and fours and fives? Well,
0: I don't know, but I think we need to send up the penis piñata and fucking drop dicks over fucking the Kremlin. <laughs> Me, the people are tired of being stepped
1: on. No, fuck we're it.
0: sending up the fucking penis blimp. Yeah, the penis piñata. <laughs> we want a penis piñata. God. When it comes in the rain, <laughs> who wants a penis pinata? Man. It all ain't the same. It's not the same. It's not the not fucking the same. As you can see, Ben H is a tornado in here today, and I agree. I totally fucking agree. I'm I just think sick it's of all it, bro. all bullshit.
1: I'm, I'm tired of seeing it, and I'm tired of feeling like I'm being fucking.
0: Are you trying to insinuate we are all that stupid? Yeah,
1: like I saw it with COVID. I told everybody I fucking knew with COVID. I feel like I saw it. Like, honestly, I'm kind of glad I was right on that one because I did it at a certain point like, uh, the process of the pandemic go, dude, I really hope I'm right about this because if ass ends up dying from COVID and my last thought is, I should have gotten the vaccine. But that was the closest I ever got to getting vaccinated.
0: Because there was their narrative. You heard all these sad stories where it's like, this yeah. person was against, you know, getting the shot. Right. And then, lo and behold, they are one that's on their deathbed on yeah. a vent. And they're going, I sure wish I would have. Done what you said. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not denying that there weren't cases like that. But people die from the flu all the fucking time. Ben, of course you remember Doug, a.k.a. Charlie Brown. Has a very unique lifestyle. His girl's got a girlfriend.
1: Polyamorous situation.
0: We have spoken about him many times now. Well, Doug took our last opinion about his friends with benefits and to reset it doug was feeling that the different generations were viewing the definition of friends with benefits differently where ben you and i and doug are around the same ballpark in age if you asked me what friends with benefits was it's a friend a girl or yeah i mean whatever but for me girls we're hanging out and we're probably sleeping together That's the benefit, having sex. But there's no, you're my girlfriend. There's no, I'm going to be faithful to you. You don't have to be faithful to me. We are just enjoying company and enjoying the physical activity of banging each other viciously. (laughs) (laughs) Fervently. (laughs) Yeah. Fast and hard. But what the problem he ran into, and I believe he was going a generation a little bit younger than him that girls
1: af-
0: in her 20s I think. yeah in her 20s that after experiencing what his version of benefits was she wanted some type of monetary yeah she wanted money she wanted money afterwards <laughs> <She> want <cash. laughs> which
1: left Doug perplexed he was perplexed because he felt as if it was a generational gap and we got into
0: that and we spoke about it and then you also brought up the fact that maybe Doug with his 40 year old back just wasn't breaking her off.
1: Well, yeah. So
0: she didn't... Supply and demand. She wasn't getting the benefits part to her level of satisfaction. Yeah, that, she's that, like, not,
1: look, if I'm going to be here, I'm going to have to get monetary compensation.
0: She wanted some loot, which beg the question how much loot yeah. are we talking about a twenty dollar like yeah, meal I'm, bucks. yeah i'm gonna give you 20 bucks so you can go get some go dairy Queen. go yeah. to dq yeah. on the way home right. maybe hit culver's right. if you really want to go all out a
1: friend in need is a friend indeed
0: that's right take her to the neighborhood that's applebee's right. maybe drop a 50 spot now that's not Unreasonable? No, that's a friend. That's not unreasonable. But so Doug took what we said, and I think he had, and only Doug knows what he was doing in the bedroom as far as, was he giving her the 40-year-old back, or was he breaking her off something? Right. And so Doug came back to us with this response. Hey, you fuckuses, you racist bastards. Just joking. (laughs) I was that, which Doug did call us racist because he is, in fact, black. And we called him Charlie Brown. Ben coined him as Charlie Brown, not knowing he was black. And Doug responded, is it because I'm black? Anyway, besides that, we love Doug. Doug loves us. Here we go, gentlemen. Hope you guys are well. I have two things today. An update on this dating mess. Shaking my head. And advice for starting a pod on polyamory. He's got an update on this dating mess.
1: So So, what's his update? I mean, I'm about to tell you. yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he's thinking he's getting used. So I took one of these little young chicks on a friends with benefits scenario. This is one of the chicks that wanted money for physical fun. Right. 26 years old, thinking she was the greatest thing in bed. My intent was to lay down the schlong so good that she didn't want the money.
1: So this was something that turned into (laughs) a a challenge for
0: for Doug. The final countdown. He was going to show that his back was not 40 years old. I'm proud to say my goal was met. I was prepared to give her $150 for some adult playtime. Wow. And so after an evening in, we did the do. I made sure my performance was on point. I think you guys can appreciate major details. I wonder if you ate a bunch (laughs) of Her legs were shaking uncontrollably. She cried tears of ecstasy. And when she stood up, she nearly fell. Yes. (laughs) Go, Doug. Go, Doug. Right? She told me that that was the best experience that she had ever had. Wow. A few days later, I noticed some red flags that weren't there before. Or maybe... They were, and I ignored them. I don't know. I have since tried to cut ties without blocking her, but she keeps trying to wiggle her way back in. I bet she does. (laughs) She doesn't want to take no for an answer. Wow. That's all. Peace and love. He
1: converted her.
0: Yeah, Doug. Yeah. You knocked it out the park, and she didn't want the money. No. So, there you go. Not anymore. So the benefits, it turns out, translated well into that younger generation as long as you're leaving her fulfilled. This is how it is, right? I mean, at the end of the day, he proved himself
1: to be, as it pertains to getting some, in the elite category. And He's a
0: sexual god. She
1: may not have realized that from his past performance, but he ensured she could either have the money or not. And the truth is, at this point in time, he kind of won both sides of that thing.
0: And I have He didn't
1: give her the money, and now she's Jones in for that and can't get it anywhere else so as it you pertains know to supply and demand he has made himself in high demand
0: and very valuable
1: very valuable she should be paying you she realizes there's no supply oh well there's an idea isn't
0: it you know what i have one question for you wonder doug. what
1: that experience would be worth to her
0: doug did you eat the blue chew <laughs> if Wanna you, give it a boo-boo? <laughs> eat a blue D- chew. <laughs> Doug gave her her, her vagine a boo-boo <laughs> after eating the blue chew. <laughs> That's right, dude. That's right. And if you want more info, if you want to beat it up like Doug, That's go right. to blue Dude, Doug should be the poster boy for Blue Chew. He is. Yeah. Doug ate a mint blue chew. He ate and, a mint blue <laughs> chew. He gave her uh, and gave her a <laughs> boo-boo. <laughs> I mean, this girl.
1: This girl was riding on a unicorn.
0: Oh, uh, what a great <laughs> tie-in that was, Ben. I will be sending that to Blue Chew. He was able to go for hours and hours yeah. after eating that it Blue went Chew. on and on. She was like, please stop. Oh, no God. more. That's
1: hilarious. Tapping out.
0: Tapped. Good for you, Doug. You need to check out Blue Chews. Seriously. Yeah. You can get a discount. Get your first month free at <laughs> manfuse.com. Right, Ben? Yeah, dude. I mean, Blue Chew is one of our, are they a sponsor? They're an advertiser. Okay. They're not a, like a founder sponsor of Kinetic Arm, but they are advertising. and this will go off thing. Bert had a good idea for me today, too. He was like, "Uh, you guys, case studies are the way to go. He was like, somehow, get a blue chew. You guys both should get them because they'll send them to us for free. So we have them. We get something as almost as the same chewable thing and it be given to one of us and one of us not know which one is the blue chew. So during the recording of the podcast, it's revealed who ate the blue chew. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I said, what if we did the, uh, the cold baths? one of us ate the blue chew we don't know which one ate the blue chew and then while we're in the cold bath and we're recording the podcast one of us has a massive (laughs) erection that will not go away
1: that'd be funny it would be funny well i think case studies are good and you know i think blue chew is something that is going to be huge they need to send us some
0: and i forgot to tell you that we need to go on because you have to get it approved you have to do like one of those telecalls with one of the doctors takes 10 minutes they'll write you the script And they'll waive our shipping, so we'll get our first month's worth for free each. Wow. Ben, I think this next piece, I wanted to end this week's batch of episodes with this very all-encompassing perspective of what we've been talking about, what we talked about in the beginning, about not believing the narrative how fucked up of everything is going on right now. And it's called Bonhoeffer's, I don't know if I'm butchering that, it's an article. Theory of Stupidity. We have more to fear from stupid people than we do the evil ones. See, he compares it to, there's an internet adage that goes, debating an idiot is like trying to play chess with a pigeon. It knocks the pieces over, shits on the board, and flies back to its flock to claim victory. Basically, Most of the time, we laugh off our engagement with a stupid person. We laugh it off. Stupidity can be pretty funny most of the time. Right. When a friend, you know, says something completely out of left field that's just stupid, you giggle about it. Absolutely. And ignorance is part of a lot of us in everyday life. You know, I mean, we're all ignorant to something. And so what this says is stupidity, though, has a very dark side. So in comic books, we know who the villain is. They wear the dark clothes. They kill people. You know, you could probably point to a million. Putin, he is a villain. He's evil. Most people would agree that he would be considered an evil person. You know, acts of evil. They're easy to identify. You can identify the evil. Stupidity, though, is a bit of a different problem altogether. Yes. You can't easily fight stupidity for two reasons. First... We are collectively much more tolerant of stupidity than we are evil. Indeed. If you see something that's evil, we attack it. Sometimes by force, sometimes by grouping together and fighting off that narrative, yada, yada, yada. But unlike evil, stupidity is not a vice most of us take seriously. We don't lambast others for ignorance, and we don't scream down to people for not knowing things. Second, the stupid person is a slippery opponent. They will not be beaten by a debate or open up to reason. What's more, when the stupid person has their back against the wall and cannot refute any of the facts, they snap, they lash out, it's basically talking to a wall. It Then goes on to say, with great power comes great stupidity. Stupidity, like evil, is no threat as long as it doesn't have power. And we laugh at the things that are harmless, such as your friend's ignorance or whatever like that. But stupidity, though, often goes hand in hand with power. And if you look closely, it becomes apparent that every strong upsurge of power in the public, speaker, or sphere, be it political or religious, infects a large part of humankind with stupidity. And it works in two ways. The first is that stupidity does not disbar you from holding office or authority. We all fucking know that, right? History, politics are swimming with examples of what happens when stupid has risen to the top. Second, the nature of power requires that people surrender certain faculties necessary for intelligent thought. Meaning, faculties like independence, critical thinking, and reflection. The argument is the more someone becomes part of the establishment, the less of an individual they become. Charismatic exciting outsiders bursting with intelligence and sensible policies become imbecilic the moment they take office. It's as if slogans, catchwords, and the like have taken possession of that person. He's under a spell. He's blinded, misused, and abused in his very being. Power turns people into robots. Intelligent critical thinkers now have a script to read. They'll engage their smiles rather than their brains. And when people join a political party, it seems like most choose to follow suit rather than things through. Power drains the intelligence from a person, leaving them akin to an animated mannequin. Evil people find it hard to take power. They need stupid people to do their work. Like sheep in a field. A stupid person can be guided, steered, manipulated, to do any number of things. Evil is a puppet master and it loves nothing as much as the mindless puppets who enable it. They are the general public or inside the corridors of power. That's exactly right. I thought that was pretty fucking powerful. It's not my words, so you can't give me the kudos for writing all that beautiful.
1: I think it alludes to a lot of the things that we talk about where... The level of stupidity that we see is a front for evil. We can see evil, we can notice it, and we can reject it. Stupidity we can accept. It was stupid that the train went off the tracks. It was stupid that they decided to explode those things. But what if it wasn't stupid and what if it was intentional? Well, That would be evil masked as stupidity.
0: Well, the evil could be the one at the top. Exactly. Pulling the strings that's what the I'm the stupid saying. idiots. And below. that's what
1: I'm saying. I see evil in this world.
0: The puppets were blowing shit up. The puppet master was the evil one making right. it happen. Sometimes we can see evil most of the time. Sometimes, I mean, it's that evil person is shrouded by other idiots all around him. And you don't know which idiot it was. Who's the mastermind behind that's it? That's
1: right. Because sometimes evil is masked as stupidity. Intentionally. And... It brings up a great point. And I was thinking about this as I was in my cold water immersion meditation today.
0: We need to do a cold. We need to find a place to do one of those cold water baths on the podcast it's live. my
1: backyard, dude.
0: No, but we need two like metal, like cold things. Yeah? Okay. I think so. All right. When you sit down in it. Oh,
1: I see what you're saying. It's like
0: next to each other. Well,
1: you can really, you really only want to be in there for like five minutes. Really? You don't want to be in for much longer than five minutes. Today, I was in for 11 minutes and didn't even
0: realize it. Man, I guess we could do it in your pool.
1: Yeah, because I got the hot tub. So I run the hot tub. I get in the hot tub, hang out until I get nice and cozy, and then I go and I set my timer on my phone,
0: and I go and I get in the pool. I need to figure out what gear we would need to have. I guess we just have to be close to an edge and not get it wet.
1: We could set up a little thing, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, we can do it. For sure. All right.
1: So I was in my meditation, and... I was just thinking about a lot of different things, and something came to me, and I think that it is a powerful mantra that I've used in my life and that I continue to use, and it's act as if and expect the results of that, you know, like a lot of people out there are still coming short on their New Year's resolutions right now. A lot of people... out there are kind of holding themselves back from doing something that they may want to do or whatever right what i'm saying is how are you acting the way that you act determines the results that you get you see what i'm saying
0: oh my god 100.
1: so act as if look at that resolution look at that goal act as if it is already true act as if i have really been struggling to define this quantum leap that i am making and the one thing that i keep coming back to is that i have to act as if i'm already there and that's very difficult to do you know what i mean i have to act as if these things already exist
0: absolutely because you have to see beyond the current reality of where you are you have to embody of who you're going to be and, you know, where well, you you're going. You just have to
1: be that person. Yeah, you got to be it. You know what I mean? You like got to be that leader. You have to be whoever that be is. Be that
0: father. Be that mother. Be that whatever it is.
1: Be that in shape person. Be that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Be that business person.
0: Be that drug free guy. Be yeah, that whatever I mean,
1: it is. I mean, you can sit there and think about it and talk about it. And don't all be that stuff.
0: white, tight pants wearing motherfucker at yeah. the club <laughs> snatching little <laughs> selfie lights out of people's hands. Don't but, be him.
1: But, you know, I know the human condition involves a lot of suffering.
0: And we are made to suffer.
1: We all go through different trials and tribulations in our lives
0: and levels of suffering. And, and
1: levels of suffering. And somehow, like for me, When I just go out and start talking to people, it makes me feel better.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're people people.
1: But that's part of who I am, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's part of that vision. Part of that vision is like we're talking through. It always makes me feel better to come here and cut a podcast.
0: It's therapeutic.
1: Because I know I'm talking to people, you know what I'm saying?
0: And you're talking to me.
1: Right, absolutely. (laughs) And so anyway, that's my manifestation moment for this episode is act as if.
0: Thank you for listening to the Manfused podcast. Find us on all the podcast platforms wherever you get your podcasts and also hit us up. You can join the show by texting or leaving a message 770-744-5227. You should see the Manfused hoodie I am wearing right now. It is glorious. It's the heavy duty version. Manfused.com We have the links to all of our products and hit us up at manfuse.com. Ciao for now.
3: Ciao for now.